Hi, Shelly. Hi, Mary. COVID, man. Mm-hmm. Is that what we're talking about on it's today's episode? getting uh, the better of us, I think. <laughs> <laughs> so I called this episode COVID Couples Counseling Part Dia. Dia. Because uh, we needed a little more couples counseling. We we sure did. <laughs> that we seem to just conduct ourselves without <laughs> the help of a therapist. It's called social distance counseling. <laughs> don't try this at home, kids. Just you know, this is not all we're going to talk about. You guys don't have to listen to our problems for the entire time. We also have a foom pod mm-hmm. and a he said what and a letter. Oh, yeah. We got all the stuff. Mm-hmm. Yeah. Should we go for it? I think we should. Let's do it. Be right back. Hey, everybody. Welcome to Latter-day Lesbian, the podcast about a next Mormon gay girl just trying to figure out her life. Mm-hmm. That going okay? Yeah, you have to introduce yourself. You I mean, say you're Mary, I say I'm Shelly. I'm just thinking from what happened yesterday. <laughs> Still going okay? <laughs> okay, we'll get into all that later. And yes, I am Mary. And I am Shelly. Okay, so we got a lot to do. Got some mm-hmm. stuff to cover. Mm-hmm. Uh, what do you want to do first? Hmm. Should we just dive right into our need for COVID couples counseling? <laughs> you don't want to wait? You want to tease that and do that later? Sure. Teased. Consider it teased. <laughs> Consider it teased. Oh, but we have a he said what? Ooh, should we do that one first? Yeah, because he's such a douche. Total douche. <laughs> okay, go. Ready? Three, two, one. He, he said That was a little atonal. It was, it hurt. For the music. <laughs> it hurt. <laughs> Dogs are howling now yeah, all over the yeah, world. For sure. That. For sure. It was bad. Well, anyway, well, we never we're going like, to go with it. the note we're going to go on. We just, no, we, we just wing it. Throw a dart at the note and mm-hmm. try to stay Usually on you're it. all like, bleh, bleh, bleh. I tried to hold it. This time you did great. Thanks. But it was just an ugly note that I was holding. Uh, they call it atonal. What does that, that mean? Could, um, doesn't actually exist in nature. <laughs> I don't know. Modern composers were doing crazy shit with chords that sounded clashy like that. So I was like a modern composer. You were. You are like Stravinsky or some shit. Hell yeah, I was. <laughs> mm-hmm. I was thinking more like Liberace. <laughs> <laughs> okay, I'm going out to all the music nerds out there with the Stravinsky reference. Yeah. You know I who you are. No. <laughs> <laughs> I like the Liberace. Did you? I'm like, that flashy. Yeah, you're not that flashy. That's my um, arpeggios or whatever the fuck. That was beautiful. Okay, anyway, should we go into the said, oh, yeah. he said. Yeah, let's what? do it. Let's dive right. in. So this mm-hmm. is amazing. Is it? Mm-hmm. It's amazing that shitty? people have the gall, right? How dare they? This he and the he said what, his name is David Bonner, and he's the manager of gift planning services Philanthropies Department of the Mormon Church. Gift services? Gift planning services. Gift planning services. Is this yeah. like um, those weird vending machines where you can buy goats and stuff? No, they have that too, but it's bullshit. Okay. <laughs> what are they What are they planning to give? I, I, well, I don't know. <laughs> it's one of those plans that never come to fruition. Yeah, yeah. Well, I plan to give it, but I don't know. I just never got around to it. Uh-huh. <laughs> okay, so this was sent out um, snail mail to... Lots and lots of people, because I've seen it pop up everywhere now, uh, from the Church of Jesus Christ of Latter-day Saints. Is there another one? There's not. Okay. Dear so-and-so and and -and so-and-so, it's been marked out. Oh, okay. In the midst of these current unique circumstances, we hope that you and your family are healthy and happy. Oh, that's so nice. (laughs) I really feel his concern. Yeah, yeah, to strangers. Okay. (laughs) We realize that for you, supporting the causes you love is about much more than just getting a tax break. However, we also recognize that for you, thoughtful tax planning makes good sense. Accordingly, we want to make you aware that you may be able to use pre-tax dollars for gifts that you were already making. Huh. If you are at least 70 and a half years old, yeah, let's pray on the old Mormons. 70 and a half? Yeah, 70 and a half. (laughs) Have a traditional individual retirement account, IRA. You could see significant tax benefits by making an IRA-qualified charitable distribution. An IRA-QCD, it's short for the word, allows you to transfer up to (gasps) $100,000 per year from your traditional IRA directly to a qualified charitable organization. Oh, my God. The amount of the qualified charitable distribution is not included in your taxable income and can be made to the church. Uh, 
for tithing, fast offerings, or church-affiliated entities you may already be supporting, including donations to the following. Church General Fund. Church History Fund. Don't you mean like Whitewashed History Fund? (laughs) Family Search Fund. General Missionary Fund. Humanitarian Aid Fund. Tabernacle Choir Fund. (laughs) What the fuck? (laughs) What do they need? New robes or something? (laughs) (laughs) Sheet music is expensive. Mm -hmm. It costs a lot. (laughs) $100,000. Our printing bill is astronomical. (laughs) Right. And then BYU, BYU, Idaho, BYU, Hawaii, blah, blah. Okay, so let's back this up for a second. The Mormon Church. Yeah. Which has at a minimum of 130 billion yeah. dollars Lying in around. like cash and assets mm-hmm. and shit. Mm-hmm. $130 billion is now knocking on the doors of the old folks yeah. and saying, hey, you know what? That money lying around in your IRA? Yeah. <laughs> you don't want to pay taxes on it, right? So you right. should give it to us. Because <laughs> we need it. Yeah. Give it to us for these bullshit, stupid-ass mm-hmm. charities, in quotations, like the Tabernacle Choir Fund. Well, and I wonder, I wish we had someone who could weigh in on this. Are members of the Tabernacle Choir expected to shell out the money for their own robes and sheet music? I mean, what else would they need? Maybe travel money? You know, I don't know, but what I do know is who the fuck cares? <laughs> if this church has $130 billion, uh-huh. buy them a goddamn robe. Oh, yeah, for sure. And I was mistaken. I thought this, you know, giving funding or whatever— was about the church giving money. I thought that's what he was in charge of. <laughs> no, they don't give money. <laughs> Gift planning. Silly me. It's for old people. It's for old people to give money. Yeah, this it's is— It's their gifts that are planning to be given yes. to the church. Yeah, so they can get a tax break. <laughs> uh-huh. If I ever, 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 ever from here on out give one penny— Mm-hmm. to the church. You have the permission to punch me square in the nose. Okay. Say ever one more time, though. Ever. Thank you. Yeah. So the church is telling old people, mm-hmm. old Mormons, sure. hey, you can get a tax break of mm-hmm. up to $100,000. A year. A year. Give it to us. Yeah. And, and, and we need like, it. Yeah, we need it. <laughs> and and the thing that I'm thinking is like, God, what the fuck? But there are, and I have heard this from people who I know personally, and old people's wills, the money is not given to the children, which is typical Mm. to give them to the children. The money is given to the church. When they die, the bulk of their money goes to the church. Listen, old people and young people alike. It needs your money. Yeah, church is flat broke. We better better (laughs) give them our money. They don't need your (laughs) money. Wow. And the fact that they're asking people, here, my opinion, they're taking advantage of the elderly Uh set who are probably nearing death. And, and again, this is my opinion. 70 and a half, look out. I mean, you're about to go. <laughs> um, but you're thinking about your standing in the kingdom, right? You're thinking about oh, you're eternal gonna buy life. your way into heaven. You're like, this is one extra push. This is one <laughs> oh, more. I get some points. Yeah, and I, I think that, you know. <laughs> really? Yeah, it's like how they call tithing fire insurance. Right. Make sure you don't burn in hell. So right. This is like, well, I'm going to give to the Lord's church and show just how faithful mm-hmm. and righteous yeah. I am. Oh, they're probably guilted further. I mean, that this doesn't even cover. Yeah. Oh, for know? sure. I'm sure there's a lot of guilting. I want to read the first sentence of the last paragraph. It says, of course, as with any financial decision, you should always consult your personal tax or financial advisor. I want to see some 70 and a half year old go to a financial planner who is not Mormon. Right. And tell them their plan of giving this money to, uh-huh. the, to the $130 plus billion church and watch them go, what the fuck? fuck is wrong with you? <laughs> okay, so what's the likelihood of, of them going to a non-Mormon well, they tax wouldn't. preparer or whatever? They, they wouldn't. They mm-hmm. never, ever would. For sure. Yeah. They would go to a Mormon tax preparer and they'd be like, you know what? I only need this much to live for the next 10 years or however long. Can I get a tax break by doing this? They'll be like, yeah, yeah, sure. Of course. Yes. I you mean, know, I'm just projecting that, but yeah. yeah. I mean, I could see if uh, the church was super great at sending out uh, caregiving for those same people. Oh, shit. You know how much of that $100,000 is going to actually go to help people? Oh, for sure. Like 0.00 something It's going to buy sheet music for the Tabernacle <laughs> Choir. Come on. God. I mean, don't get me wrong. The Tabernacle <laughs> Choir can sing some fucking they hymns. Sing. They can sing. They get you in the fields. They do. They get you in the fields. <laughs> but they shouldn't need old people to buy them a robe. <laughs> <laughs> that robe better be bedazzled. They don't diamonds. bedazzle shit. They wear <laughs> ugly. <laughs> yeah, they're ugly-ass mm-hmm. robes. Mm-hmm. Wow, what's that guy's name again? 
David Bonner. David Bonner. That's for you, my friend. <sighs> it's just, Whew. it's like, it. I don't know how else to, to put this. The church sucks? I'm, I'm going to try to bring it down <laughs> to a very small monetary level. Okay. Here we go. I purchase fish food from time to time to give to the fish that live in this creek you down do. the road from us. I do. do. We went and fed them yesterday. There's a whole story to that. <laughs> and I make plenty of money to feed those fish. If you're putting in a comparison, it's like a dollar, right? Sure. And if I threw out a freaking um, GoFundMe. For buying fish food. Saying, you know what? You guys can send me money. Because this fish, fish food is expensive. This fish food is expensive. <laughs> but you guys are like, you ha- you have plenty of money uh-huh. to feed the fish, but no, I want your money. Sure. But actually, I'm going to take your money, and I'm going to use a teeny, 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 tiny percentage of it to feed the fish, and the rest I'm just going to put in my back pocket. Yeah, just put that in your pocket. That could have been a weird comparison, but um, <laughs> same idea, but just like on the multi-billion dollar level mm-hmm. as the church. What do you think of that, Mary? Um, don't do it. Mm-hmm. I won't support you in this. Mm-hmm. And um, I think the church can suck it. Suck it. That's what I think. Suck it. We need like yeah. a suck it sound. <laughs> or, hey, church, suck it. You know what it should be? Mm. It should be that air whistle, the sliding whistle. Is that a suck it or? A... I don't know. It's just a fun sound. Oh, okay. Well, uh, Dan. Uh, <laughs> Dan, if you can find like whistle? A, a sliding whistle. Like a slide whistle? Yeah, slide like whistle. An Insert slide whistle? here. How about just like a... No, I don't want actually sucking. That's gross. But a slide whistle, <laughs> like we know we're talking about sucking, but we're not actually hearing the sound. Huh. Okay. What Shelly wants, Shelly gets, I guess. Basically. Mm-hmm. Like money to feed the fish. <laughs> fish food money. <laughs> is that like some sort of swim of the fishes reference? It is. Totally. Okay. David Bonner, that's what you're going to do. Yes. Oh, did I just say that? That sounds like a threat. I David, she doesn't actually mean that. No. Just Mr. go, Bonner. Fi- just go feed Bonner. the fish. Brother Bonner. (laughs) Brother Bonner. So now that I'm thinking of feeding the fish, yesterday we walked down to this creek Mm -hmm. because it had just rained a shit ton, and so it was really full. And we've gone there before, and there's this little bridge, and um, you can see the little minnows down there just kind of swimming happily, and I uh, get fish food when I can afford it. (laughs) (laughs) It's expensive. (laughs) So expensive. And I sprinkle it in the water. You're like, I don't know, what, six feet above the the water standing on the bridge maybe? Eh, yeah. probably five. Anyway, it doesn't matter. Okay. And then we watched the, these wild fish come and eat the fish food. And it's really fun. It's entertaining. Mm-hmm. So we went to do that yesterday. You're but probably it had... ruining the ecosystem back no, there, I'm no, just no, saying. No, 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 With your commercial fish food. No, nobody <laughs> eats those fish. I think they die when it dries up anyway. So I just help them live a happy life while <laughs> okay, they're here. sure. Like Jesus would. <laughs> <laughs> File that under WWJD. Uh, yep. He feed the fish. Actually, he fed he would, fish to people sure and did. loaves. So that's God, a weird comparison. Maybe you're not. Sorry, like Jesus, I got that one wrong. <laughs> First, he's going to feed the fish, fatten them up, and then serve them with the loaves to the masses. Okay, well, I'm just going to stick to the feeding the fish <laughs> okay. portion of that Jesus okay. tale. So, as I was feeding the fish yesterday, the current was pretty strong. I mean, it was like going. You couldn't really see the fish because it, yeah, it was murky, murky at that time. Yeah. And I kept trying to feed them, and then I dropped the lid you sure did. to the fish food down in the water. I know. And it was like, God damn it. It's you're trying orange. to do a good thing. I know. I'm trying to be, and, and now I'm littering. you're littering with yeah. a plastic, and there's plastic not, lid. Yeah, and there's not a good way to get down in the creek. Like, it's treacherous. Well, it had just rained. The mm-hmm. rocks were super slippery. I was wearing flip-flops. It was muddy bank. Yep. Yeah. The whole thing was really um, nerve-wracking. Yeah. For, but the, I for the onlookers, meaning me. And the dogs. <laughs> right. <laughs> I had Domino. the dogs by the leash, and they're like, what's mommy doing? Why is she risking her life? <laughs> That's right. Yeah, I had to go down to the water to try to get the orange lid in you, wet flip-flops yeah. on wet rocks. And then every time you did, like, the the current would take it further down, and then you'd come back around and would whip it back up to the same rocks you were just at. It was a, it was a whole thing, you it guys. Was a whole, it was a whole <laughs> it was thing a big that we production. did last night. It was a yeah. big, big production. Yeah, that, maybe that was the beginning of the end of our decent day because it all went downhill from there. Do you want oh, to get to yeah. that? By the way, I did get the orange lid out of the current. Mm-hmm. Um, so, Fish, you're welcome. I didn't pollute. Yeah, you did. That part was yeah. a happy ending. Yeah. And then the rest of it went to shit. Uh-huh. Should we do a foom pod before we get into Let's it? Let's do foom pod. Let's do it. Okay. Oh, you're quizzing me, aren't you? Yeah. Can I say cue music? If you must. Cue music. It's the fucked up Mormon phrase of the day. Okay, Shelly, what's today's foom pod? Today's fucked up Mormon phrase of the day is brought to us. By Alice. Thank oh, you, Alice. Alice. Alice, our good friend, Alice. That is our good friend. And uh, Alice is one of the moderators of our Latter-day Lesbian Discussion Group. And one of our first patrons. Yes. And we featured her on an episode a few episodes back. We did, and we went on a cruise with her. 
And what else? What else? She's in channels. Yep. That Alice is involved. That Alice is involved. She really is. That's her new nickname, Involved Alice. <laughs> All right, Involved Alice. This and is she for you. provides foam pods. Yes. She's full service. She sure is. <laughs> huh. Oh, take that as you will, Alice. <laughs> All right, here we go. The fucked up Mormon phrase of the day today is mm-hmm. the three Nephites. Go. The three Nephites. Mm-hmm, mm-hmm. Weren't those the uh, wise men that visited Jesus in the manger? <laughs> those were wise men. That's <laughs> and why they they're were called wise men. <laughs> No, uh, but it wouldn't be too far-fetched for Joseph Smith to be like, those were actually oh, for sure. the three Nephites. So that's actually a pretty Nephites. good guess. It's wrong, but it's a good you guess. You like that guess? Yeah, that's— uh, Well, I knew that they were somehow featured in the Book of Mormon because, you know, everything is mm-hmm. generally that's mm-hmm. Nephite or Lamanite-related. The mm-hmm. Lamanites were kind of the bad guys, right? What, yes. What did you think when I first said the word Lamanite and Nephite? Lame. <laughs> <laughs> were you like, what, what book is this in? Were you like, what are you talking well, yeah, about? yeah, Book of Moses, Book of Abraham, and the whole thing is gobbledygook. Well, you know what's funny is when you're Mormon, sometimes you forget what's Bible and what's Book of Mormon. And so you're uh-huh. talking to someone who is not a Mormon, and you're like, yeah, the Nephites, blah, blah, and they look at you like you're crazy because you are crazy. Well, he's just getting creative. So, like, you know, Jesus talked about the Pharisees mm-hmm. and the Sadducees, I want to say. I mean, those seem like made-up words, too, so it kind of doesn't matter. You know, Nephites, Lamanites, whatever. Well, Nephites and Lamanites were like opposing tribes. It's mm-hmm. just stupid. Yeah. Just so you know it's stupid. But are you going to try to answer the question again? I'll give you another the shot at it. three Nephites. Mm-hmm. Um, I think they came with some sort of uh, proclamation and warning for the people about their behavior. And maybe there was a golden calf or something. Is there a golden calf in this story? <laughs> no, I think that's Bible. <laughs> oh, yeah. But it might cross over. I don't know. Everything's plagiarized. Okay, I don't fucking know what okay, the three right, Nephites right. were. Do I get a buzzer? <laughs> yeah, buzz the shit out of her. <laughs> Much better. Okay. Okay, you ready? I am so ready for this. Okay, so we all know that after Jesus died, he was resurrected, right? Mm-hmm. And he went to the new world. Oh, America. Yeah. Yeah. We know this, right? <laughs> he went there to spread the gospel. Missouri, to right? The, <laughs> no, this was to spread the gospel to the indigenous peoples. Oh, so this was in Utah? No, we're like where South did he America. Go? South America. I mean, it's all made up. It might as well be like New Zealand. <laughs> Who the fuck cares? Okay. Uh, Mormons believe that Jesus came to the New World to gather the other sheep of his fold, right? And huh. while Jesus was chilling in the New World, he selected three men from the Nephites. Oh, so they came with him? Wait a minute, no, he found they? three. So the Nephites were already here in the New World? Uh-huh. The Nephites oh. were an ancient people in the Americas descended oh. from the Jewish prophet Nephi. <laughs> Nephi was Jewish? The son of Jewish? Lehi. Yeah. <laughs> According to Mormons, like, we're Jewish because the, the Gentiles are the people who are not Mormon. That's why you're so blonde and you like mayonnaise. <laughs> the fuck? <laughs> what is that? Okay, not all Mormons are blonde. Oh, they all like mayonnaise? I, it's my little joke. Oh. No, sorry, Jello. Whatever. <laughs> you pick. Some. Jello made with mayonnaise. Got it. <laughs> sure. Anyway, so Jesus, uh-huh. of these people that he just, you know, stumbled into in the new world, the people he went to save, uh, he picked three Nephites mm-hmm. to become his disciples. Okay. This sounds totally plausible, by the way. Yeah, well, <laughs> it gets better. So most of the Nephites were killed, mm. and they were destroyed because they turned wicked. There's the ones they turned wicked, and they had, ended up having like a dark skin. Did they? Oh, right, the curse. Yeah. Did they become Lamanites at that point? Um, or they're I just two different just, tribes? I'm not sure if they started calling them Lamanites. Let's also not forget the anti-Lehi Nephites. Oh, God, I completely forgot about this. <laughs> <laughs> wait, wait, are you? It's trying to think it's all There it is. Okay. Exactly. So the three Nephites that Jesus picked, mm-hmm. they decided that they wanted immortality. So like before Jesus left the earth again, they were like, we want to live forever. We want to bring the souls of men unto Jesus while the world shall stand. In other words, according to the second coming, and according to the Book of Mormon, which we all know is a bunch of puck, mm-hmm. they were caught up into heaven, these three Nephites, and Christ gave them immortality. Hmm. Wow. And now they Good are under- understood to be translated beings. Translated. You know what that is? Uh, they could speak multiple languages? No, it's better. <laughs> we'll save that one for next time. Okay. There's more. It gets better. So oh. according to Mormonism, the three Nephites, these special three boys, mm-hmm. obviously they were boys. Well, obviously. They ministered unto all the people, uniting as many to the churches would believe in their preaching, baptizing them, and as many were baptized, did receive the Holy Ghost. Okay. The Nephites' purpose was to minister to all the nations on the American continents. Wow, they were Mm -hmm. busy. Here's the best part. The three Nephites are still 
operating in the world today. What? They can appear and disappear at will, perform miracles, and increase the ranks of the Mormon faithful. Oh, my goodness. They're still around. They are. I wonder if they were at the gym yesterday. <laughs> Have you seen one of these three? Well, they're all wearing COVID masks, so it's impossible to tell. <laughs> <laughs> you know what's like so whack-a-mole is I grew up hearing like the three Nephite fairy tales, like people saying that they— That they saw them? Yeah, that they saw them or they— They, they were they hanging out with Bigfoot? They that they were there. You're right. It's, it's Bigfoot. It's, it's fucking folklore. Bigfoot. Yeah. Do they have names, the Nephites? Well, let me— <laughs> The three Nephites, let me do that. <laughs> yeah. Mormon, the prophet Mormon, uh-huh. who abridged the Book of Mormon. Got it? Okay. Okay. Who supposedly lived about 400 years after the three Nephites were blessed by Jesus, wrote, I have seen them and they have ministered unto me. Mormon intended to write the names of the three Nephites, but God forbade him to do so. Oh. <laughs> I just want to write the names, God. You shall not write their That's names. That's where you need your slide whistle. <laughs> slide whistle, Dan. <laughs> <laughs> so the three Nephites slash Bigfoot are wandering around the world. <laughs> With the Loch Ness Monster. Uh-huh, uh-huh, and Santa. They're wandering the world, converting people. To Mormonism. In, to Mormonism, because, yeah— that's so interesting. So Missouri really didn't play into Jesus at all. That's for the second coming. Yeah, Jesus coming back there. Right, but that but with his good Jesus, Jesus was wine. never there in Missouri. Adam and no. Eve were in Missouri. Yes. I can't keep this folklore straight. Get it together. Mm-hmm. You need to write this down. I mean, it makes a good story. It makes you wonder what the fuck he was smoking. That oh, some Joseph good shit. Man. Yeah. Because this is some crazy crap. Listeners, if you heard any folklore stories about the three Nephites, send them in. Yeah, like random sightings at the post office or something? Yeah, it's usually like your grandpa. (laughs) I remember back in my day. (laughs) Three Nephites whose names I don't know. It would have been a better story if God not only forbade him to write the names of the three Nephites, but he struck him dead when his pen hit the paper. That would have been a better story. Yeah, but how would he have written that story he didn't would have just been like trailed off into nothing. <laughs> and then we could just make up what happened, kind of like Joseph Smith did. <laughs> exactly. And to fill in the rest of it. Mm. Wow. That's or, my phone pod. Or maybe something else happened to him, like he was stricken dumb, so he couldn't talk anymore or something. That he could would still be Alma it. the Younger. Oh. <laughs> of course. <laughs> of course it is. Oh, my God. If I didn't say it before, um, I'm starting to think it's all fake. There you go. <laughs> This shit's so stupid. Mm -hmm. Seriously, how did you believe it? There was nothing else to believe in. This is so dumb. I know. (laughs) I know. There was nothing else to believe in. (laughs) There wasn't. This was my entire education. Uh, People, Mm -hmm. wake Mm -hmm. the fuck up. Wake the fuck up. And don't give your $100,000 a year (laughs) if you're 70 and a half. Don't give it to the church. God, that's awful. That is awful. What's 70 and a half got to do with it? I don't, I don't know. Huh. It's all know. really slimy to me. Yeah, it's shitty. I don't like it. You know, what they should have done is mm. sent out that letter and then shown how much of that 100000 would go to these things in comparison to, like, how much they actually needed. Like, real numbers. But the church never really shows yeah. real numbers. They're not about that because it makes them look like asshats, which they are. And how does this David Bonner guy sleep at night? He's asking old people to give to a foundation that already has a shit ton of money. Maybe he doesn't know how much it has. Maybe he thinks that they're trying to stockpile for the second coming. He's either a total devious jackwad or he truly believes this shit that, like, this is what God wants them to do. Yeah, he must. He's got to be brainwashed to mm-hmm. be able to do that to old people. And mm-hmm. stockpile for the second coming, that is still a <laughs> crazy concept to me. It's for broke Jesus. <laughs> <laughs> he needs a new pair of sandals, everybody. His donkey's <laughs> riding music. in looks tired. <laughs> That's right. <laughs> and sheet music and robes. <laughs> and robes. He needs a new robe. <laughs> and he needs to pay for a haircut and a beard trim. Oh, or they won't even let him in the church. Right. Yeah, exactly. True. He's going to need a suit. Oh, for sure. He's going to need a suit yeah. and garments. Oh. <laughs> Jesus needs garments to remind himself of himself. Jesus needs G's. <laughs> G's. Jesus. Us. Check out Jesus and his G's. Yeah, there you go. New bumper sticker. <laughs> mm-hmm. All right. Well, I think on that note, we should just take a little break. Wait, I want to. I want a teaser. I'm gonna leave a teaser. Yeah, tease away. Last night, I got pissed at Mary uh-huh. for trying to purchase two bottles of water. Yep, that happened. It sure did, <laughs> you guys. 
It's a good story. That's what we're talking about. When the we come bloom right. is off the rose, the everybody. The bloom is off the rose. The honeymoon stage is over. Yeah, I think we it didn't might even be. get a wedding. It's <laughs> fucked up, Mary. That's fucked up. All right, we're going to get into all that crazy crap when we get back. Hang with us. We are back. Are you sure you want to relive <laughs> what, happened what last we night? lived through last night? Well, we were super stressed. There were crazy storms here in the region. Yeah. And we came home mm-hmm. and uh, the power was out. Mm-hmm. And it's humid as oh, hell around it's here, been especially in the after 90s. the storm. It's so bad. It's, it's so been bad. It's so hot. Yeah. Power was out and we were getting on the power company's website to find out. Usually they can give you an update of when it's going to be fixed and we couldn't get any information. Power was out everywhere. Yeah. It was bad. It wasn't like just our street and they're going to fix it in, in an fact, hour. In fact, it turned out down like down the street and around the corner, there was a big fire from um, a downed power line, yeah. right? Wasn't yeah. there a big fire? Yep, huge yeah. fire. Yeah. yeah, we missed all that. But um, our power was out until I think it came back on like 1230 or something. Yeah. So it's like 6 p.m. We, went, we decided to go feed the fish. We did. We went to feed the fish. <laughs> That's the story we already told. Yeah. Mm-hmm. Took the dogs. Yep. Yep. And we were going to come back. And in my mind, I was like, you know what? I'm going to light some candles. I've got a couple of steaks in I the fridge. I love how you're making yourself sound so lovely. This was all going through my head. <laughs> well, I was like, I'm going to come back and start the generator and turn all the power on. That was in my head. Okay. Noted. There's our heads. Yep. You were going <laughs> to fix the power shit. I was going to make a nice romantic dinner by candlelight. Okay. With two steaks. We had fresh veggies from the garden. Mm-hmm. We have gas stove. Yeah. So yeah. I was like, you know what? I can either grill the steaks because that's propane mm-hmm. or I can cook them on the stovetop and I can um, saute the veggies. There right? you go. Yeah. Bottle of wine. Yep. There you go. Didn't go that way, kids. No, I was out in the garage um, <laughs> trying to figure out this damn generator. Well, we thought it was a house gen, like a whole house yeah. generator. So when we rented the place, I was under the assumption, maybe I just misheard the landlord, that this generator would actually run the AC and some lights if we ever lost power. I was like, yeah. sweet. Like it would yeah. start at like start a lawnmower. lawnmower. Right. But uh, as I'm looking at it, it has like this really weird plug that it fits like probably the back of a fridge. It's those weird, huge three-prong, like yeah. the big ones, not, yeah. not the little ones. Yeah, what did that even plug into? I'm guessing a fridge. I don't know. But I'm not about to like pull the fridge away from the wall and that you'd have to bring the generator up to where the fridge is because the cable is but that would be two outies anyway i don't even think that would work i'm not sure what you plug that thing in yeah I, I there needs to be know. an outlet in the garage no, that I, is yeah. three-pronged kind of like um but there was like a washing machine I, yes, outlet or something. i looked everywhere mm-hmm. nothing 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 yeah no we couldn't S- figure it out no so finally i um and i'm dripping sweat You're the sweating. sun's going down so i have a little bit yep. of flashlight but it's it's hot like hot Can't as balls, even though that doesn't really make thing. sense. Yeah, it's I, I was frustrated. Yeah, um, and I was tired. And meanwhile, I'm inside. Got the veggies chopping. I got the steaks out, ready to go. Mm-hmm, mm-hmm. That's what I was doing on the inside of the house. Yes, she was on the inside. <laughs> I lit the candles. Yep. I've got flashlights out. She was all about it. <laughs> um, meanwhile, I'm frustrated as uh-huh. shit. Uh-huh. I'm so hot. I can't even handle it. I mm. give get a hold of the landlords, and it turns out the way that you use this generator is you can plug. Uh, an extension cord in, mm-hmm. and then plug something in in the house. I'm like, what am I going to Yeah, so you have to in? run the extension cord, like this long-ass extension cord from yeah. the garage into the house to plug something Like in. a fan. <laughs> right. Like, that's not going to help. You can't it's, even have AC. No, the AC won't work. The lights won't come on. Can't watch TV. I I'm guess like, you could plug in, like, one light or the TV. How do you plug in one, oh, like a lamp? Yeah, a lamp. Yeah, no overhead lights. It would be like a lamp. Okay. Well, I don't even know how many things you can plug into Right. This. And so then I'm like, I don't know if I trust this thing, because then the landlord was also, uh, be careful when you start it. We haven't used it in a while. Uh-huh. So at this it's point, I'm sitting I, there. Yeah. Does I it even up, have gas in it? Who knows? Well, I don't know. I looked up this the manual, and it was like, it, of course, in the manual, it shows you like the 12 ways you can die using this <laughs> inappropriately. So at this point, I was not feeling mm-hmm. the generator. Yeah. And I was hot and exhausted. Like, have I mentioned how hot and exhausted I was? <laughs> so I go inside. It's getting dark. And I just go flop down in the chair. And I'm like, what are we going to do? I'm not staying here tonight. Right. And Mary was all about going to a hotel. Uh-huh. Right? You were cool with that. Yeah. But I wanted to go now because I just wanted to get out. My anxiety was like right. at a 9 out of 10 because uh-huh. um, I was sweating. And I just, when, I, when my anxiety hits really, really hard, I just want to get out of the situation. Mm-hmm. I know I was being testy. So then the argument was, go ahead. Well, then I was like, well, I've got the food out. I'm starting to make it. Why don't we eat mm-hmm. and then pack a bag and then go to a hotel, right? 
Yeah. But I wasn't having that in my mind because Mary was going to make steaks. And to me, steaks are a special food. (laughs) Not when you're hot and sweaty and aggravated. (laughs) Yes. Steaks are not for hot and sweaty and aggravated. And we love to watch TV while we eat. It's just this thing that we do. We I don't know. We kind of bond over it. We look forward to our dinner watching TV. Well, we certainly eat. it's definitely your thing for sure. But you Absolutely. do that with me. I do it with you for sure. Yes. I don't have to do it. Right. Right. Okay. Well, and I was like, you know what? I can use my hotspot on my phone. I can probably fire up Apple TV on my computer. I'm trying to like figure out yeah, all these ways all to of this, appease her. All of this in anxiety, <laughs> my anxiety mind meant that we were going to be sitting in this heat for like another right. way too long. Uh-huh. And so... Mary's like, well, I've already chopped the vegetables, and I'm going, okay, but I want to enjoy your steak. I don't want to just sweat into my steak and eat steak. <laughs> and then she's like, well, I don't want to put it back in the fridge. I don't want to freeze it. I don't put it in the fridge. We, anyway, went back we and forth. We went around and around and about And it this. wasn't yelling, but it was very— We were both frustrated. We were so frustrated. Mm-hmm. And then it would get the point where I'm like, look, I can't make a decision right now. I just can't. Meanwhile, it's getting later and later, and I'm getting frustrated because— I want to get out of here. Yeah. And I wasn't even that hungry. I was like, I don't want, I'm I'm hot and sweaty. I'm not even that hungry. I don't want to eat a heavy steak and Mm -hmm. then leave. Yeah. We were very, very testy. It wasn't great. It took a long time to kind of finally resolve it where we were going to, I was going to put all the meat in the freezer because we didn't know when the power was going to come back Mm -hmm. on. Mm -hmm. I put all the veggies in a plastic bag and we did end up packing a bag and getting out. And uh, you booked a hotel cheaply. Mm -hmm. Got a cheap hotel. Yeah. And uh, we went and got food. We found a place that was open. At this point, we get near the hotel and it's after oh, wait, wait, nine. Wait. Yes, but I forgot as okay. we're going round and round, I just wanted to go get takeout and go to the hotel. Mm-hmm. And you were like, I have perfectly good steaks right here. Why do you want to spend money on takeout? And I'm like, I just want to get out. Right. Yeah. So that was also in yes. there. Yeah. And we didn't know exactly where the power was going to be on, who was going to yeah. be open. It was almost nine o'clock at this point. So, so we end up at a hookah bar. But we didn't smoke any hookah. We didn't. We We just just, wanted to get food. Yeah. It was like, it was open. They had like, what, kebabs or something. Yeah. So we ordered kebabs Mm -hmm. and some veggies and rice or whatever. And it actually tasted really good. You just jumped over so much. (laughs) So, so much. Okay, you tell it. And this is going to lead to our COVID counseling the next day. (laughs) I'm still hot and exhausted. Mm -hmm. I'm still having a touch of vertigo. I'm realizing it's like 930. We haven't eaten yet. Mm -hmm. We're not checked into the hotel. Right. Um, I get out of the car, and Mary gets out of the car. She's driving, and she's got to, like, go lock her door and get her keys out of the backpack. In my mind, these are, like, things that are taking hours to do in my anxiety To lock mind. a door? Yeah. Get keys and lock a door? Yeah. Okay, this is such an exaggeration, you guys. <laughs> I know exactly where my keys are. So this whole transaction probably took 15 seconds. Yeah, I'm standing there <laughs> drenched in sweat, wearing a mask, by the way, which uh-huh. makes it 50 times worse. Anyway, we get inside, and we go up there, and— First of all, Mary's asking questions about the menu. And in my anxiety mind, I'm like, oh my God, just pick something because that was my anxiety was on 10 at that point. Like nothing was okay <laughs> at that point. Mm-hmm. And she's chatting with the guy behind the register uh, <laughs> and he's pointing at pictures on the wall of the foods you did. Okay, sure. <laughs> I'm just letting you talk, honey. Thanks, baby. <laughs> and so we order the food. Oh my God, I pointed at pictures. Well, you were like chatting, go, what's in this salad? <laughs> And I was tired oh, wow. and I was hot and my anxiety was on full. By the way, after this, we're going to come up with Team Mary and Team Shelly shirts. <laughs> no, you can't do that after this conversation. <laughs> it's not fair. Yeah, you're kind of looking like a rose right now. Keep telling your story, baby. God damn it. Well, I'm I'm keeping all these thoughts on the inside, just so yeah, you know. No, I didn't have any idea that all this was very frustrating to yeah, you. Yeah, yeah. So we get the food ordered. I pay for the food. Mm -hmm. And right after I pay for the food, go ahead, Mary. Oh, yeah. I was like, do you have water? Because we have a well here. Mm -hmm. And when the power goes out, we have no way of getting water. You can't even run the faucet. Or flush the toilet. So she asked the guy. And in my mind, I'm just like, oh, my God, she's talking to the cashier again. One more thing. Mary's got (laughs) to do, right? So I'm like, oh, do you have water? And he points to the thing where they have bottled water. I was like, Uh oh, we should get some bottled water. And Shelly's like, we can get it at the hotel. They have water at the hotel. They have water at the hotel. Okay. So I'm like, fine, fine. Okay. So we were sitting down waiting for First I said, no, 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 get the water. It took me like 20 seconds to realize I was being a dick. But before we did, I was like, oh, my God, I don't I don't even know what to do. So we sit down at the table, and I hadn't ordered water. And it dawned on me, we have to wait probably another 15 minutes for our food to come out. I'm going to go just pay for water. Mm-hmm. And what's the big deal? I want a bottle of water. I'm going to get water, you guys. So, so I looked at you. I apologize. You did. Okay. But I looked at you, and I'm like, you know, 
I'm just getting a lot of pushback from you tonight. Yeah. I was very negative. I was. <laughs> you were. Yeah. So I'm like, I'm just going to go get these bottles of water. And I got one for both of us. Mm-hmm. And we still had 10 more minutes before the food came out. It was fine. Mm-hmm. But we realized this morning we were kind of talking through the whole thing. Wait, there's more. Thing. Oh, there's more. Okay. Yeah. We got to get to the hotel. Well, sure. We, we weren't at the hotel yet. So we get to the hotel. We're driving to the hotel. And it's like, where do we park? Where do we? And I, at this time, I couldn't make a choice. I'm like, mm-hmm. whatever. And I'm sure that was frustrating for you that I kept not contributing to a decision because like, I just Well, it's one of the, sometimes you get like, you don't want to make a decision, but you get first refusal of any of my decisions <laughs> is really how that goes I don't down. want to make a decision, but I also don't like any of yours. <laughs> exactly. <laughs> oh, anxiety. That's <laughs> a bitch. Uh, oh, God, yeah. But we did get into the hotel and we did sit... And eat our food and did start oh, to yeah. feel better. Oh, yeah. That was fine. Yeah. I brought a, a bottle of screw-top white wine. Hell, yeah. And uh, we got ice machine was right across the hall. Mm-hmm. So we had a glass of wine and we spread our whatever kebab feast on the bed on top of a towel. And we enjoyed it and turned <laughs> on the TV. Had yes. the TV on. Yes. Once had the TV came on, I was like, Air conditioning Whoo. blasting. Yes. Lights were on. All was well. Yes. We only ate at like, what, 10, 30, 11 o'clock at yeah. night or something. Yeah. yeah which yeah. is kind of weird. But... um. It all ended up fine. Mm-hmm. And then this morning, we were kind of talking through, mm-hmm. like, what was happening. Well, we were we were driving back home, and your navigation told you to, oh, yeah. to go a different direction that we normally yeah, ways, go. Ways. Yeah, Ways. And so she's like, oh, Ways wants me to go this way. And I just snapped. I was like, no, stay on Maple. Right. And I don't know why that, like, bothered me so yeah. much. <laughs> um, and so we kind of went back and forth about that. And I was like, I don't, I don't know. I don't know. I don't know why. That, it doesn't matter. I don't know why I was so irrit- irritated at that. Uh-huh. Because you thought it was going to take longer. Yeah, but we didn't have a chance to talk this all out yet. Then we got right. home, and that was when COVID counseling began. Yeah. So she explained that her father always took a long time to do anything mm-hmm. and made everybody wait and inconvenienced everybody. Yes. So if you were about to do something and you're in a car and it's a hot car, instead of leaving the air conditioning running or whatever, he'll go back in and do something that takes like another five, 10 minutes. Yes. Not well, caring about who's suffering. Right. Not caring about whose timetable. Yeah. Right. So it triggered that for you, mm-hmm. which kind of harkens back to last week. And I'm kind of surprised you didn't pick takes too long as your answer. Because I was feeling very loving and sharing back then. <laughs> <laughs> because I know that bothers you. Yeah. My goal is never to inconvenience you. No, I, I know. And, and my I, goal is never to get snippy about it. But when my anxiety is high, it's so mm-hmm. hard. You know, I don't want it to be like, you need to deal with my anxiety. But in a sense, like, yeah, you know, it's not something I can control. I can try, but I do get, you know, when my, when my anxiety is at a 10, Shit just gets to me. And I'm not mean. We we talked about this. We're not mean to each other. We don't call names. We don't whatever, but we do get snippy. But we were able to this morning sit down and talk about why. And for us, that's a huge key element in our relationship is that we talk about why. You know, Brett and I used to fight all the time and we never got to the why. Why mm-hmm. do we do this? And if we did sort of it was like, because you, blah, 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 no, you. Mm-hmm. But our talking about why was why do I get so upset at that? It really, in the long run, it really doesn't matter that you took a different route to get home. I personally think Waze is a great app. Mm-hmm. And generally, I think they're trying to find you the fastest route. That's the sure. whole point. But it wasn't about that for me. It was about, well, backstory. My dad, when he goes to pick me up at the airport, I mean, this has been forever ago, but he never wants to take I-15. He always wants to take Bangador to Redwood. And back when he would do this, Bangador to Redwood was like 10 times slower mm-hmm. Then I-15, but he liked it because he was proud of it because it led out to the, where their new house was. Okay. But it has like a stoplight at every block, and he drives so slow that he hits every light red. Mm-hmm. And so for some reason, directional things, like when you were saying, and this is a better way, I was like, you know, just stay on the, um, just go straight, just mm-hmm. go straight. Because it triggered that memory for you. Yeah. yeah. I didn't even realize it until we started talking well, about I'm it. Well, I'm not your family members. No. I'm not your mom looking for keys. I'm not actually your dad behind the wheel. I'm mm-hmm. not any of these people. Mm-hmm. I'm me. Mm-hmm. And I can try to hurry if mm-hmm. that's going to make you feel better about life. This is how I look at life, you guys. You're born and then you die and you're filling the time in between. Mm-hmm. If your route takes you 30 seconds longer to mm-hmm. get home, so what? Right. And I get that. I was anxious coming home as well. We had a good night, but I was anxious because we uh-huh. left the dogs here all night. 
Um, and we slept in way too late. And so I was thinking, oh my God, we got to hurry and get home because I don't want to clean up dog messes if they made a mess. So there was already that anxiety. Well, you know, anytime you're thinking of these things, you can mm-hmm. actually voice exactly what you're thinking and yeah. what's causing the anxiety. I didn't know you were worried about the dogs. Another problem with anxiety is it makes me shut down. Mm. So it kind of defeats itself. <laughs> like I get anxious and then I just shut down because the anxiety is shutting me down. And sometimes I'll have anxiety. I don't even know why it's happening. And so if you ask me what's wrong, I'm like, I don't know. You mm. know? Mm-hmm. Yeah. So being able to talk about the why. Uh-huh. It is helpful. And you realized also that when I leave little, little piles of things around, like a stack of papers or, mm-hmm. you know, whatever, whatever. Reminds me of my mother's clutter and her hoarding. Right. Yeah. Right. Which so I'm not hard. a clutterer or a hoarder. Yeah. But it triggers that. And you also don't take hours to get out the door. You know, it's an extra five minutes that I get testy with sometimes. Mm-hmm. Um, so you're not my dad. But no. there's still this little bit that reminds me of that. So when I leave clutter, yeah. it reminds you. And you don't even think about it. Mm-hmm. It's just this reaction that's a little. Right. We all have these triggers, right, from our childhood. Yeah. Yeah. So I guess the point of this COVID counseling session is <laughs> when you fight with your partner, get down to the why. Mm-hmm. Why do I feel this way? Not, well, why do you feel this way, Mary? No, it's why do I feel this way? Mm-hmm. That's not accusatory. That's looking inward and saying, what can I do to make this better? Well, you can't do shit until you know why you're doing it. Really, sure. You know? Yeah. So what do we do the next time something like this might happen. We're kind of doing our own thing. I'm making dinner. You're exhausted from having battled with the generator and you're hot and you're like giving up and you're wanting to leave, right? And I'm ready to make dinner and we're kind of not seeing eye to eye. Yeah. Did you sense that I was anxious in the moment? I don't know if it was anxious or if it was just more like tired and frustrated. But it's hard to know when you are feeling anxiety. Yeah. Would it have made a difference if I had said, hey, Mary, my anxiety is like at a nine and a half right now? Yeah, I think it might have. Okay. I needed to do that first instead of shutting down. Why do you want to shut down, do you think? Because my, my I know that my brain isn't working right. I can't make a decision. Hmm. All I can do is say, this is what I want. It's hard to do like a compromise. Mm-hmm. It's hard to come up with a plan. But at the same time, in that anxiety... If I'm like, this is what I want to do, and you say, okay, we'll do it your way, then my anxiety goes up another notch because now I feel like, oh, shit, she's doing what I want. She's going to be resentful. It's a tough situation. It is. Having anxiety sucks, Mm -hmm. and being a partner with someone who has anxiety also sucks. doesn't suck all the time, but when this hits, it's hard for me, and it's really hard for you. It's not just my thing. You You deal with it. Right. I think what would have been helpful would have been for me to say, hey, Mary, I am so anxious right now. I just, I, I can't do anything right now. Yeah. And I know if you would have come and sat next to me and said, wow, you must be really anxious right now. Let's take a breath and make a plan. Because there was a moment where the anxiety lifted for a second. And I was like, hey, you know what? Yeah, let's eat, let's eat the steak and then go. But then I think you thought I was just like, fine, let's just eat the steak. And so your reaction was, no, 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 we'll, we'll do it your way. We'll right, do it your way. So right. then my anxiety, boom, up again. Yeah, at that point, we were just thinking the other person was going to be resentful of whatever decision we wanted to make, you yeah, know? And, yeah. then, and then what do you do in a situation like that? Jesus. Well, Call you, Kimberly you, Anderson? Well, no, <laughs> sure, but you go to hookah bar and you're like, don't get those waters. That's don't the- buy a water. <laughs> <laughs> wow. You know, and I don't know if last night we could have actually come to a solution because it had gone out of control. Yeah. Um, but I think... The fact that we talked about it so deeply the next day that when this happens again, we're going to be a little bit better prepared. Yeah, maybe so. I think so. Um, I really hope that it doesn't happen where we lose our electricity in a sweltering night. That was some bullshit. Yeah. Wowzers. That sucked. Yeah. Everybody. Yeah. At least if it was in the middle of winter and it was an ice storm or something, we could keep each other warm. Oh, that would have been fun. (laughs) I'd have been like, ooh, let's snuggle. Although it would have been pitch black. So, Mm -hmm. oh, okay. (laughs) Well, that was fun. Yeah. Uh, Yeah. Hopefully that was helpful for people who are listening or at least entertaining. I know there's a lot of couples who listen. Yeah. They are tricky. Tricky. Yeah. Wow. Bottom line, Um, though, I love this girl. And even though I'm slow as molasses, evidently. Slower at times. Oh, okay. Um, All right. Well, that's a subjective call right there (laughs) about someone's pace in life. And I'm just taking it easy here, kids. Get it. Are you in a hurry, baby? No, it's not that I'm in a hurry. I just, a lot of times when I'm, I think we're leaving and I'm standing by the door and I'm ready to leave. And then suddenly you're looking for two things and packing Mm -hmm. up your laptop or whatever. I think this all goes back to your dad making everybody wait. Yeah. I really do. 
it's interesting. Sometimes it doesn't bother me. Uh-huh. But other times when my anxiety is kind of swirling, it's hard. Maybe that's why you're always early for things, not just on time. Yeah. Can Wait, I say early? Earl, early. Early. You are early. I'm an early person. Yeah, it's true. That is. Mm-hmm. Okay. I think we've learned something here today. I'm not sure what. Mm. But there you go. <laughs> <laughs> all right. Well, that is all there is to say about that at the moment. <laughs> More to come, maybe? I don't know. We'll see. We'll see. As we, we'll see as how, we travel uh, down this relationship road. Mm-hmm. Well, why don't we move on to a letter? Should we letter? Do you have one? I do. I've got one right here. Do you want to do the new sort of intro thingy? It's time for an LDL letter. We count right? That. Yep, that's done. Isn't we just that did what it. we do? Yep. <laughs> Read. <laughs> okay, this is from Cole. Cole writes, Mary and Shelley, hi, my name is Cole, and I am a trans man. I come from a family of Mormons on my mother's side as far back as Wilfred Woodruff. Yeesh. Who's that? Wilfred Woodruff. He was a prophet of the Lord. Was he? Mm-hmm. <laughs> sure he was. My mother had six sisters. Her mother had 14 siblings. Wow. My mother and her sisters all had between three and nine children. I was born female with two sisters. I think the fact that I had no brothers shielded me to an extent from the negative effects of patriarchy. Up until about age 16, I was TBM, and I had no idea I was trans until my 30s. But looking back, I see now I unconsciously expected people to treat me as a boy, and I was constantly surprised and confused when they didn't. Did you go through this at all? Um, you wanted to be a tomboy. I wanted to, to hang out with boys. Yeah, I'm yeah. not saying you identified as male, but you no, no, wanted no. to be treated differently. You Correct. wanted to, like, hang out with the boys. Yes. And... I would have much rather been treated like a boy. Right. right. And, and not as in I actually was a boy, but that I was accepted as a boy. As, mm. as the way boys— One of the boys kind yeah, of a one thing. one of the boys. Yeah. Mm-hmm. You know, I just can't stand the heavy gender— influence that the Mormon church has and the way that they separate men and women, girls and boys, Mm -hmm. into doing girl things. We were talking about this in regards to Trek, how they make the girls pull the wagon. What do they call that? The girls pull The girls pull, while the men sit on, the boys sit on the side. Right. And And they make it on a really steep hill where it's pretty much impossible for, you know, four 12-year-old girls to push it up the hill. And Uh so then finally they let the boys come on and like help them so they can actually get it up the hill. Like that's such a shitty thing to do. Yeah. And so it's like, how do we Prove quickly that boys are better than girls. Oh, feats of strength. Yeah, that's easy. We'll Let's do, do feats of strength. Mm-hmm. Anyway, I get sidetracked really easily. Sorry. We should uh, make boys have to, like, birth a baby. And then when they can't, <laughs> yeah, the girl's exactly. like, let me birth that for you. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, talk about feats of strength, right? Yeah. Let's get back to Cole's letter, shall we? Cole says, I remember my mother teaching me about the sacrament being blessed and passed, and I said, when do I get to do that? And she said, oh, you don't. Only boys do. Yeah. Slide whistle. (laughs) (laughs) I was very confused by this. I was very much a tomboy. When we had family reunions, I would be outside finding scorpions, spiders, and lizards with the boy cousins while the girl cousins looked at the J.C. Penny catalog inside. God. Now that sounds fun, doesn't it? Because I only had sisters, my dad did things with me he otherwise may not have, like teaching me how to tie a tie, change a tire, work on cars, and build a shed. That's cool. Mm. My childhood was great. By the time I was a teenager, I began playing sick to get out of church. Hell yeah. I didn't feel like I fit in there. I suffered from depression as a teenager. I was put on one antidepressant after another and was suicidal. By the time I was 19, I stopped all the prescription drugs cold turkey because the side effects were too much. By this time, I had very much become the black sheep. Both my sisters still went to church, knew what they wanted to do in life, and went right on to college and missions. I went to cosmetology school. I had my first sexual experience at 18 with a man and one with a woman within the same year. The day after my first gay experience, I thought I would feel guilty. I tried to feel guilty. I don't ever remember anyone actually saying it was bad to be gay. It was just never talked about at all. I thought about how wrong it must be, but after thinking about it for a few minutes and not feeling bad, I decided there must not be anything wrong with it. My next thought was, now my dating pool just doubled. Well, there you go. That's a way to look at it, right? 
I was outed by my older sister when I was around 20. Oof. She found a dating profile of mine online and drove to the house I was renting a room at to confront me about it. Jesus. Yeah. When she told me what she found, I came out to her and she cried and cried. Oh, yeah. Poor, poor that sister. Right. Having to have a gay sister. <laughs> I know. The poor shame. Her. Yeah. Wow. <laughs> she said she felt she needed to tell mom and dad. I told her she could. I was not going to force her to keep my secret, but I was not ready to talk. She went back to my parents' house to tell them. I was paralyzed with fear. I knew my parents loved me, but they loved who they thought I was, Mm -hmm. and this could change everything. Hey, people, it's not okay to tell someone else's coming out story. Right. Not okay. Right. No, it's not. Cole says, I called up a friend. We went out to dinner and then rented gay coming out movies at the video (laughs) store. Yes. And I spent the night at her house. That actually sounds like a really fun evening. Yeah. After avoiding calls from my parents for three days, I finally agreed to talk to them. When I got to my parents' house, my mother said, I don't understand, and just seemed legitimately confused. I started explaining to her how I had felt different for as long as I could remember. My father sat listening with an unapproving look, randomly quoting scripture. Ugh. That sounds really helpful. Thanks, Dad. Was it like, so the three Nephites? I'm sure it was. <laughs> and Bigfoot. <laughs> uh-huh. Finally, he said, no matter what you think, the scriptures are clear that it's wrong. So it's actually addressed in the Book of Mormon? No. Oh, it's not? No. Oh, okay. Huh. No. Or in the Bible. Yeah, not really. I said, well, I don't believe those scriptures are true, so that's irrelevant. To which he replied, well, it doesn't matter what you believe because the truth is the truth. Ugh. Mm, Wow. Mm-hmm. Can't argue with it. No. Oh, Idiotic well, okay, logic. you're right. Sorry. <laughs> yeah, my bad. We went back and forth a few times, and when my father realized I was not going to back down, he stood up and said, well, I guess we will just wait for you to crash and burn and come crawling back. It's really supportive. <laughs> yeah, I love those supportive parent moments. It's great. <laughs> that was good parenting right there. Yeah, good job, <laughs> Cole's dad. Yeah. I replied with, I need to go do laundry, and I walked out the door. That's like the best way to end a discussion. <laughs> That's the best reply. <laughs> we should have said that last night. You know what? I need to go do laundry. <laughs> no. <laughs> have fun at the hotel. I'll be here doing laundry. <laughs> Eating steak. Uh-huh. Uh-huh. <laughs> nice. Cole says, for most of my 20s, I didn't talk to my family very much, and when I did, it was awkward and short. I had a series of unhealthy relationships, which my therapist later helped me realize, were mostly because my example of loving someone was being a doormat. You can relate to this show. Yeah, 100%. Yeah. This is not an attack on my mom. This is more a reflection of how women are supposed to act in the church. I didn't understand how to have and keep boundaries, for sure. Raise your hand if you go through this, right? Everyone. Yeah, you're not allowed to have an opinion. Isn't that right? As a woman in the Mormon Mm -hmm. church. Slowly, my relationship with my family improved. We mostly avoided talking about my gayness, and my dad wouldn't acknowledge my relationships. By age 24, I had officially taken refuge, which is an initiation to become a Buddhist. Interesting. Hmm. I had not attended church since I was a teenager, but the missionaries found me every time I moved. you got to take your name off the record. Those damn Mormon missionaries, seriously. One day, I had had enough. I was visiting my parents, and I brought it up. I said— How do you think they keep getting my address? And my dad said, well, I gave it to them. (laughs) God damn it, Dad. (laughs) I'm going to go do laundry. (laughs) I said, look, I know where the church is if I want to return, but it is not okay for the missionaries to keep following me. Right? Wow. creepy. Those are some good boundaries, Cole. Yes. Good job, Cole. I'm impressed. That's great. My family said I had to talk to the bishop, and I refused. Why would Cole have to talk to the bishop? Uh, evidently because Cole needed to get back on the straight and narrow, right? I guess. The bishop was going to fix the whole situation. Like I don't they know. do, yeah. You know, like mm-hmm. they do, mm-hmm. yeah. Anyway, Cole says, this was the first time in my life I actively looked at anti-Mormon propaganda. Get it. I found quitmormon.com and sent in my letter. Yeah. One website led to another. I began reading books about the true history of the church, and I was furious. Here I thought I was out of the church, but all these emotions came up and I realized that I was saddled with guilt for things I didn't actually believe in. Mm -hmm. Every time I walked into my parents' house, I felt bad that I was not who they wanted me to be. Mm. 
I thought I was a unique free thinker, but it hit me that I had been brainwashed. Yep. It's hard when that realization finally hits. You're yeah. like, whoa. Right? Now what yeah. do I do? Yeah. I'm brainwashed. Yeah. What the fuck do I do about it? It's crazy. Sending in that letter was one of the best things I've ever done for myself because once I moved through the anger, I felt free. That's awesome. Nice. My relationship with my family improved because I let go of the guilt. I realized that it's their problem if they're upset with me. Yeah. I was less resentful towards them because I realized they were brainwashed too, Mm -hmm. and they were just trying to do the best with what they know. Yeah. I was able to stand up to my mother when she said to me one day that it was my fault she had to start seeing a therapist again because my coming out ruined Thanksgiving. (laughs) (laughs) I say wear that as a badge of honor. That was the best damn Thanksgiving ever. I ruined mom's Thanksgiving. Now she's in therapy. (laughs) There you go. If that's not a t-shirt, I don't know what is. I said, it's not my fault. I'm happy with who I am and my choices. If you have a problem with it, that's your problem to deal with. Mm -hmm. Wow, go Cole. The next big change in my life came when the person I had been dating on and off for about 10 years came out as transgender. We had been a lesbian couple, and finding the lesbian community had been a wonderfully positive part of my life, and I identified as a proud butch feminist lesbian. About a year into his transition, we broke up. I thought it was because I couldn't be with a man, but I later realized it was because once he transitioned, he started expecting me to be more feminine, and I couldn't do it. Interesting. Interesting. I tried and more than once had a panic attack while wearing a dress, feeling like I was going to literally suffocate if I didn't take it off. I feel that. Yeah. Once we split up, I slowly started to realize that I might be trans. It was a somewhat long and difficult process. After all, I was a feminist. I knew that a woman could be anything she wanted. Surely I was just a butch lesbian. However, talking to my lesbian friends, I realized that even my most masculine lesbian friends still loved being a woman and loved their body. I didn't. I felt odd, out of place. I decided to sit down with anyone I knew who was trans and ask them their story. I very quickly realized that this was also my story. At 32, I was single and started taking testosterone. Nine months after starting, I was lucky enough to have chest reconstruction surgery. This was the best decision I have ever made. I went from feeling so depressed that I didn't leave my room except to go to work to feeling free, confident, and happy. Wow. That's great. I love that that is an option for Mm -hmm. people. Cole says, when it came time for me to come out again to my family, I sent them a long email. It seemed a little easier than the first time. It took a while, but within two years, my mother and sisters were using the right pronoun most of the time. Wow. My father was a different story. (laughs) For years, he made no effort. I finally sent him an email letting him know that I needed to see him make an effort to acknowledge the fact that I am legally male and that until I get a response, I will no longer visit my parents' house. That's brave. That is brave. That's awesome. It took two weeks, but he did respond, and from that point forward, he made some very slow changes. I'm amazed and happy that I did get closure with my father before he died. Mm. A few weeks before he passed away, he sent me a very loving email. In 2015, I was working at a hairmaster's, and a young person walked in for a haircut. I couldn't tell if they were a young lesbian, a teenage boy, or a trans man. When they walked up to the counter, I asked their name, and they said, Cole. I said, me too. This was the first time I had ever met someone else named Cole. I had to enter a gender in the computer before I could start the service. How dumb is that? I know. Is it because they charge different prices for haircuts? Yeah, which is is weird because women don't always have longer hair than men. Why is there? It should be the length of the hair, not not what's between your legs. I couldn't agree more with that. Ugh, so weird. I had to enter a gender in the computer before I could start the service, and I didn't want to embarrass them if I was wrong, so I turned the computer screen toward them and pointed to where it said male and female. He pointed to male, and I cut his hair. I felt a very strong and confusing connection to Cole. A few days later, I found out we had a mutual friend and asked the friend to bring him to a party my friends were having. We hit it off and talked all night. I found out he was a trans man, and he found out I was one as well. What are the chances that two trans men with the same name randomly meet? That's awesome. (laughs) We fell head over heels for each other and started officially dating after about a month. 
Cole and I have been together for almost five years now. Wow. We got married in August. Aww. That's awesome. Oh, that's amazing. <laughs> After my father passed, my mother was alone in her house. In May, Cole and I bought a new house with my mother. I feel like it went from being the black sheep of the family to the strong foundation that holds our family together. Wow. Yeah. My sisters and mother are still TBMs. We have family night every Sunday night. I love them, but I don't love that most of the conversations on Sunday are about church. Yeah, it's, well, it's going to be. It's their life, right? Yeah. One thing that makes me sad is that both of my sisters have hardly dated and are in their late 30s and 40s. I really think that the Mormon culture has not prepared them for meeting and interacting with people in a way that could create a relationship. Mm. Right? Mm -hmm. So true. They passed the Mormon marrying age, yeah, which is did. bullshit, by I the know. way. That's not a thing. No. In real life. Right. And now they are both married to their job, which could be fine if that's what they wanted, but I think they both want kids and a husband. Mm. Most of my extended family are still TBM, but I've had some amazing support from cousins, aunts, and uncles that attended our wedding and love Cole. Some of my cousins escaped the church. Good for them. I've almost completed a psychology degree online, and I am fascinated by cults and brainwashing. I'm still a Buddhist, but I'm also an atheist. I can love my Mormon family, but I'm definitely triggered by Mormonism and refuse to have any part in it, however small. Even when my father passed, I told my family that I would attend the burial, but I would not attend the service at church. I hope that more of my family will eventually see the church for what it is. I listen to your podcast on the way to and from work. Shelly's stories of her childhood feel very familiar to me. Thank you so much for the work you both do. I hope I can meet you both someday. Well, someday you will, Cole. There you go. Cole and Cole. Cole and Cole. I want to see a picture of Cole and Cole. Like, there's Cole and there's Cole. <laughs> I know. That's and maybe awesome. they have similar haircuts. Who knows? You know, because Cole cut Cole's hair. <laughs> <laughs> yeah. So who cuts Cole's hair? That's I what know. I want to know. Hopefully Cole does. <laughs> Even that way. Oh, man, we could go on and on with this, people, but we're not going to. <laughs> yeah, we're going to save you. Thank you, Cole, so much for writing in. Yeah, it was awesome. Thank you. Good story. Yeah. As a reminder, if you would like to write us a letter, please visit latterdaylesbian.org slash contact. Okay. Thank you. We're going to take a quick break. When we come back, we're going to get into some patrons and channel members. I've got them right here written on my paper. All right. Be right back. We're back. Uh, as a reminder, it's still the month of July, and the podcast award submission is still open. Vote for us. Vote for us, please. That would be so fantastic. Just visit our website, our homepage, latterdaylesbian.org. Scroll down just a skeesh, and uh, there's instructions on how to enter us in two categories, LGBTQ and the people's choice. We are the people's choice. We are the people's choice, at least these people. Who are listening. We really appreciate you guys. <laughs> Speaking of appreciating people, should Patrons. we talk about Patreon? I'm thinking uh, we should do alcohol last names. Oh, really? Yeah, I think I'm onto that. Oh. We needed a lot of alcohol last night to get through our, <laughs> our evening. Well, you know, you say that, and sometimes you're like, man, I just want to drink. And then you just, like, have one beer. I didn't really drink. No, you had I one glass of wine. I think I was tired. Yeah. I mean, I think I had a glass and a half, so it wasn't like we're binging. We weren't like, got a bender going. Let's finish it tonight. Oh, okay. We can do that. All right. Patrons. Number one, Heather S. Smirnoff. Oh, good one. You I was like thinking it? saucy, like get all saucy with oh, your alcohol. But I thought Smirnoff we were just doing too. like brands. Yes. We're not doing brands? We can. Heather Smirnoff. Okay. Next is Aaron, A-A-R-I-N, Aaron H. Aaron H. Stands for... Hornitos. Oh. Isn't that a tequila brand? It is now. I think it might be. I think you're Correct right. Correct me if I'm wrong, Hornitos. people. Okay. All right. Next is Carrie R. The R stands for Red Bull. No, that's not a <laughs> not, alcohol. Not. Only when you mix it with vodka. Uh -huh. The rye. R stands rye? for, sure, rye. Rye what? Rye whiskey. Rye whiskey. Mm -hmm. R is for rye whiskey. Thank you, Carrie. Rye whiskey. Thank you so much. Mm -hmm. Next, we have three channels. Members. Number one, Natalie B. B. B -B. Bourbon Barrel. Bourbon Barrel Stout. Natalie Bourbon Barrel Stout. <laughs> Thank you. Next is Maria M. Stands for Moonshine. <laughs> <laughs> You're welcome, Maria. Only the best America has to offer. <laughs> Which is Maria. funny because Maria is not American. <laughs> right. That's a true story. So I thought she'd appreciate that one. For sure. <laughs> America. And finally, Kaylee T. For Tito's. There you go. 
Taquitos or tequila. We could just go a whole category. Kaylee like Taquitos. 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 Which are yummy. Back the snack foods. Uh-huh. Junk uh-huh. foods. Sorry, I got mixed foods. up. Junk foods like almonds. Mm-hmm. Okay. Mm-hmm. Okay. Uh, does that wrap it all up? It does because it sounds like it's raining outside. It is we raining. might lose power again and have to go to a hotel. Oh my gosh. Well, we will not this. repeat last night's hotel. <laughs> well, fiasco. it got better when we got to the hotel. That's true. But I was just going to say if you'd like to join us on Patreon, please visit patreon.com slash latter day lesbian and Marco Polo channels. Oh, we do have a little announcement about that. What? We are now offering ad free podcasts to our channel's members. What? Ad free podcasts. Yeah. Yeah, and that is also one of our tiers on Patreon, but it didn't occur to us, well, me specifically, I guess, mm-hmm, mm-hmm. that we could also offer it on Marco Polo channels. Yeah. Wouldn't it's you? kind of a different uploading process, and sorry, blah, 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 technical stuff is where mm-hmm. you start snoring, but I was able to do it. You so, rocked it. You rocked it. Yeah. Got that figured out. Yeah, so two platforms to support us on and to get more LDL in your life. Yeah, and mm-hmm. some freebies. So yep. there you go. We really yep. appreciate your support. Um, anyone would like to join us, either of those places, we'd really, really appreciate it. Mm-hmm. As would Dan from Extension Audio. Are you thanking him? I'm thanking him right now. Thank you, Dan. Leave it in, Dan. Leave it in. Sometimes take it out. We really appreciate <laughs> you. Okay, I think that's going to wrap it up. That's it. Just got to say, steer clear of those damn cults. Because they are... No joke. No joke at all. Okay, talk to y'all later. Bye. Bye.